Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, and the King of the Hoppers, Joss Elliott, for your latest dose of all things Shropshire Cricket. And welcome back to episode, well, 16 it'll be, of the Cow Corner podcast. And we've got the band back together, Joss. Yes, indeed, all four of us. Happy days. And 16th episode. Yeah, 16th episode. So at the moment, whilst we're recording this, we're yet to put the Woodstock episode out. And also the world's yet to go into quarantine. So uh, by the time this goes out, it'll be in a couple of weeks' time. So Lord knows what's going on. But um, for now, anyway, we're all in the same room. And we have uh, two special guests. Well, I don't really know if we They've can They become call them less guests. special every time. <laughs> Surely. Who have we got with us, Josser? We have got Andy Harrison, who scored a Birmingham League ton. Thank you very much. And we've got Jamie Martindale. Who Welcome scored a, who, who scored a Division 1 ton. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, it's actually been a really long time since we've all been together. So, uh, it's been quite a lot going on in um, in Shropshire cricket and also in our lives. And, uh, yeah, so, Andy, what have you been up to since uh, we were last here? Nothing much, really. I had loads of nets and uh, getting ready for the season ahead. Well, possibly the season didn't ahead. You, didn't you do something this morning, Andy? Yeah, I did a 10K this morning. Congratulations, mate. Well Thank done. you. I... Uh, Apparently, I resembled the rhino that was at the back of the pack in Jumanji. <laughs> but, the rhino. I, but I, uh, yeah, I did it. Quite, I didn't do it as well as last year. I reckon I did it just over an hour. So, uh, have you so not got achievement to complete? No, I've got no fair. official time yet, which I think is pretty poor. But uh, no, they, they will email, uh, email at me. But uh, yeah. It was it was good fun. I'm really struggling now. The body's really no, well done, mate. Getting Jim old. Yeah, yeah, well done, buddy. And well done to anyone man. else in the Shropshire yeah, cricket community. Yeah, did the ten k? There was plenty there. Well, there. Was quite a Joel, Joel Jay- Bishton was there. No, he wasn't running. Oh, he wasn't but running. The uh, Jason Summers was there. He ran really well, apparently, from what I heard. Uh, Don Bradburn. Kenny Hamer. Well. Kenny Hamer ran with me. Oh, did he? Dragged me through it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you dragged me through it. Fair play poor, too. Thank you very much, Kenny. Poor Kenny, I'm yeah. wrong with you. At uh, the Dave back. Ballinger was there. I'm trying to think. It was Stewie Walters. Um, trying to think of whoever else was there, but uh, I, I don't think there was anyone else I saw from cricket. But yeah, that's plenty. Yeah. I'm good sure effort. there was a lot more. So well done, mm. anyone who did it today. On other fitness notes, Jamie. You've been to the gym, haven't you, Jamie? What, once? <laughs> More than once. Yes, I have tried. I did join the gym. That was just before Christmas. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to bowl 65 miles an hour this season. Um, I've been following the Champions... Uh, I've been following the Champions at Liverpool, of course. Me and Joss, big Reds. Um, yes. At the time of... Win it behind closed doors. At the time of recording, we will be winning it behind closed doors. Just cancel the league. It's a bit of a shame, really, because I've got tickets for Liverpool v Aston Villa. Mm. Um, in a couple of weeks which could have been the day where we'd won it I mean I would have been oh. in the Villa end because my cousin is a season ticket holder but right. I'd have still been there on oh, the day yeah. we win it but it we could have actually won it on Monday could have won it yeah yeah and there's other games obviously but I know I, I had tickets to go to watch the England-Italy game in, in Rome but oh, obviously and, right, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, terrible yeah. but uh, yeah anyway and Joss you've been on holiday haven't you uh, yeah I had a really unhealthy three weeks in Spain lying in the sun and uh, <laughs> drinking too much eating too much but it was great Got back just in time, by all accounts. Yeah, and you've um, got just well, got back just in time. Unfortunately, um, oh, grasshoppers. Right. No, is <laughs> in like sorry. Yeah. Uh, grasshoppers went on their national, uh, well, national went representing Shropshire in the national indoor, and unfortunately, have uh, fallen slightly earlier than they did this time last year. They did, yeah, because last year they got to Lords. We had a fantastic time following them, and a coach of us went down to watch them. This year they had to go to Bolton because it was the same day that Man United played Man City. So they couldn't go to Old Trafford. They played Bolton. But, I mean, Andy will tell you more in a minute because he played. But very strange setup at Bolton. Um, they tried to chase one, two, seven off 12 overs and just fell 90 months short. Anyway, Andy, you were there. Yeah, we sort of fell apart. We weren't we weren't good on the day. Um, looking at the six of us, we've got a really good side and, you know, potentially a better side than we had that went to Lords last year. So... Uh, we thought we had a good chance, but unfortunately, yeah, we got knocked out. We were a bit complacent, I thought, at times. Um, but at the end of the day, the better team won on the on the day. I do think we're a better side than the team that beat us, but you look at the uh, final. Timeouth, who you lost to, then yeah. got smashed in the they next got round. They smashed in the so, final. Yeah. And we've said yeah. it before, um, a few, like obviously last year at Lords, we lost in the semi final. And I actually thought we would have done a better job if we'd have got through to the final than the team we got through against the, uh, the, the eventual winners. But. It's one of them, game of cricket. You you know, you win, you lose, you get over it, don't you? We had a few beers on the way home and a, a good really laugh. Good day and, out, yeah. yeah, it was a good day out. Mm-hmm. And, and Grasshoppers Cricket Club, is that, that's what we're about, you know. And we do these things to, to enjoy it. and It's, it's good fun. Yeah, yeah. so uh, with all this, the kind of indoor season's coming to a close. And it's been, it's been a bit of a weird season, well, on my behalf, really, because I've been injured with various illnesses and whatnot. So I haven't really... Felt as involved in it this year, but what sorts um, of illnesses? Oh well, coughs, colds, uh, sicknesses, Fever. dislocated my knee. <laughs> uh, but this is this is earlier in the year, but no, yeah. So normally you dislocate your knee, you carry on playing. I know, but this year I've had to take. It was a bit more serious this year. Um, well, it's pretty so serious. Really did it, I thought yeah. you were dying. <laughs> yeah, so I've had to had to take some time off. But yeah, it's come come to the end and uh it's been a it's been a decent season by all accounts and um some surprises in the um Sundorn Wheatland indoor cup josser oh, yeah wow. indeed so the league season um they both pretty much finished there's one game to play in Ponsby but it's not going to affect anything at the top or the bottom so grasshoppers unbeaten in the league in both Ponsby and Wheatland so well done to them get in beacon runners up in both leagues as well so they've had a good season 
Um, the Ponsby League was actually really close. If you look beyond the top three, so Grasshoppers won it with 80 points. Beacon got 68. Montier got 60 points. Then it's OBA with 52. Acton Brown 48. Calypso's 46. Condover 42. Aubrey B41, Monty B34, so there's nothing in it there. So good league there. The cup final is this Thursday, and again that's between Beacon and Grasshoppers, the top two, so that should be a good game. Although I gather Beacon may be missing a couple of yeah, key players. Are, yeah, possibly, are, yeah. are you going to be playing in that one, Jamie? Yes. Good. Any, any, Norma, any, normally, any big, team normally jibs the big occasion. <laughs> Good luck right. to you, James. And in uh, in Sundown again, Kund, congratulations to them. They've won every game in the league, so they're promoted. Well done, Kund. Does that two. make Tom Koreshi the most successful captain in Kund history? He's more successful than some. Possibly. <laughs> and the relegation battle in front of Division 1 went down to the wire. Um, could have been any one of Grasshoppers B, which is my team, Frankton and Willie. But um, we defeated Frankton to secure our safety, and then Willie beat Beacon to relegate Frankton so unfortunately Frankton has dropped down for next year uh, and in terms of the cup in Sundorn it's been all going down hasn't yeah, it it's, should, it's should up we for grabs should we anyway. are, we, are we allowed to talk about so this one Andy the first team to get knocked out the first team to get knocked out of the cup were Grasshoppers A yeah. who lost to Grasshoppers B in a very close mm. game is now, that, now when I'm being Joss didn't play in that because <laughs> you were on holiday no. I, I wasn't spared at the time yeah. now obviously Alberbury Alberbury only have one team in Sundorn, so we were kind of expecting. Well, when when the draw was made and it was all it was Grasshoppers A versus Grasshoppers B, we were thinking, oh, here we go again. We're going to face Grasshoppers. And then, obviously, when Josh sends me the message on uh, WhatsApp to tell me that Grasshoppers B have actually won the game, I was, I was a well, to be honest, I was pretty, <laughs> I was pretty sure. I thought he was pulling my leg for hey, a minute. Hey, there. Hey, to, be, to be fair, on on the day, as obviously captain of the Grasshoppers team. Um, we turned up with a weak inside, unfortunately, but Grasshoppers B completely deserved the game. They won the game very well. They played really well, mm. deserved it, and then decided to get knocked out in the next round. Well, it just comes to that, yeah. So uh, Beacon also lost to Willie in the, uh, the first round. So that's first and second in Division 1 out. And then, yeah, having defeated Grasshoppers A in a massive giant killing, we lost to Albury, who, who again were the better side. You know, Mark Jones is, always scores runs. Always Can you please runs. tell us who you think might win that cup. The cup, I think, Kund might win it. You see, I fought Kund because I umpired. The only quarterfinal yet to be played is Kund against Shelton. I think whoever wins that will play Condover in the semis. No disrespect to Condover, but I think whoever wins between Kund and Shelton will be yeah. Condover to get to the final. Mm. And the other semi-final is Albury against Willie. Willie looks strong. Willie, Willie, yeah. they got a really strong Scott side. Scott Ferber's scored Very runs consistently that, yeah, recently. Yeah. They got a good side. They've always had a good side in there for the last five, six years. They quite, mm, yeah. haven't quite pushed the league like they could have in the I past know, years. I know. It's but shocking got a good season side, down the really good side. It's yeah. going to be. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be like a real good fight for it. Obviously, because obviously any competition where Grasshoppers A are knocked out is yeah. it opens it, it up. It massively, opens it up massively for anyone exactly because what the no one. Needs. Yeah, the league yeah, needs to be like that. It's good. Yeah, I'm umpiring Kund against Shelton as well. I'm looking forward to that. Honestly, we watched Grasshoppers A get knocked out, and we were on next against Willie. And we got a little bit excited. And yeah, two hours later or one hour later, we were out as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, make some more interesting competition. Recon League as well. Any any development? How did that go uh, down? The Recon League was finished um, just after Christmas. And yeah, we, we won it in the end. And it was it was good. It was it was a, pretty much the same team as we played in mm. the national uh, finals. And we were we were a really strong side this mm. year. Did very well. Won it, won it really well. 
So okay, that was the conclusion of that, yeah. Yeah, and no, well, that's well, we caught up on everything that's been going down on the, the in the on the indoor scene, and uh, this is everything you can expect on Cow Corner Sixteen. We've got the latest updates on the Shropshire cricket scene, including the hundred draw, the latest update on scorer points, the latest transfer rumours. Cow Corner Debate, Cricket Tees, Save the Tees or Trash the Tees, Coronavirus, Will It Stop the Season from Going Ahead? We debate that and all of the possibilities. All this and much, much more on another bumper episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. Okay, so before we get into all of the other debate around, you know, what's going to happen with the season and other bits like that, um, we'll go and talk about some lighter news and some things that hopefully if the league, do, if the season does go ahead. Um, so we had the 100 draw, which was uh, announced recently from the Shropshire County Cricket League. And uh, yeah, so first of all, 100 tournament. Uh, general thoughts on that? I haven't really looked at the uh, rules and regulations of it, I must admit, uh, as I haven't for the for the main national competition either. But um, I'm not sure that we need another format of the game, if I'm honest with you. Mm. Hasn't it taken the place of the cup? Yeah. Yeah, but it's the, it's the new format, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, the, the format. It's, it's no, I understand that, yeah. yeah. we've got 20 over games. We've got 50 or 45 over yeah. games, and now we've got this 100. I don't think there was a lot wrong with the 2020s. I thought they were no, great. Exactly. It's interesting that yeah that we're trying this before we've seen it done professionally. Yeah. I think that's I think that's interesting. Mm. I guess I guess obviously there's there's probably kind of some like a sort of incentive to kind of do it and also I guess I guess if it goes off in popularity and it's the thing to do and you know then it could be heralded as a great idea really mm-hmm. and you know if if why not why not try it I think a lot of the a lot of the T20 games that are played in Shropshire anyway at this time of year anyway mainly end up being 14 15 overs or so don't they because of the weather so yeah why not mm. why not try obviously there is a bit of a I think bit of a gray area in the rules yeah. uh, like what happens if there's a wide I heard someone say or yeah, kind yeah. of and things like this you know if it's just 100 balls and I can understand like um why they're trying it because if if it's going ahead um in all cricket it's yeah, absolutely. It's I think, worth a try. But I think it would be easier for us as players to and understand after captains, watching. Yeah, absolutely. To, to understand how it's going Certainly to work would agree once we've that. seen it on telly. I feel sorry for Ed Ashton, captain of Sentinel. I, I look at him and I think, good luck, mate. You well, know, well, we've got Charlie. We don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> You're in trouble there. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. So I, yeah, I mean, so I, I, yeah, I think it would be it would be better if we could have seen it on telly first, so mm. we've got a bit of an idea. But I, um, I agree with that actually. But yeah. So we've got a better idea. <laughs> so we've got a better idea. <laughs> so we've got a better idea. And he's going off in the background. Don't want to know what he was. Yeah. So anyway, the um, so <laughs> no, he's, so got, he's got his time through for the uh, 10k. Three hours, fourteen minutes. <laughs> fourteen. So, so basically, the uh, the round the well the draw is cut up into two and then two again. So we've got the Premier Hundred and we've got then the General Hundred. Um, it's sponsored by Aaron and Partner Solicitors. Um, so then, in in each of those, you've got 
you've got north and south sections. You've got uh, so rounds one north uh, pits Ponsbury versus Frankton, Whitchurch versus Newport, Shelton versus Knocking, Shrewsbury twos versus Beacon. Then in the south side, you've got Wellington versus Quat, Bridge North twos versus Ludlow, Old Scott versus Maidley, and Shifnal twos versus Werfield. Then in round two, the teams to get by Sentinel have drawn Alberbury. Bring it on. Chirk <laughs> uh, have drawn Beaumere Heath, and St George's have already drawn. Newtown. So, uh, barring the obvious, are there any like particular fixtures that are jumping out at you guys there? Uh, there's only one that looks good. It's uh, Sentinel Alberbury. Been a long time since I played Alberbury. I think Wellington Quarter will be a tasty fixture. Nah, it yeah. certainly will be. To be yeah. fair, yeah. Witcher, I can, I can uh, as well. I can see a few um, a few arguments here in a hundred, not knowing Newport, what the rules yeah, cause, are. Because and... Maz, of course, has gone from Newport to um, yeah to Witches rather. They're yeah. playing each other. That could be a tasty fixture. And and I heard Newport have have signed someone new recently. And you know, I, I haven't really. That's James. Yeah, it's <laughs> I haven't really. I haven't really heard. Haven't really heard a lot about Newport. Wrong. So I'm hoping Newport are going to um, strengthen after losing Maz. So um, I'm, yeah, thoroughly I'm looking forward to, to see how the, how the draw is going to work out. Because having looked at the number of teams in the North and the South divisions, it looks like there's only going to be three teams going through to round three in the South. In the south section, but we'll see anyway. I'm sure it'll yeah. Will be unless, explained. I guess, I guess, unless one of the, I don't know, I guess one of one of the teams just uh, gets a buy or something into the next. I'm not hundred percent sure. But I think St George's and Newtown have already had the buy, which is why they they're straight into round. So two. What, what we've identified is that Wellington twos and Worfield twos obviously cannot participate, can they? Because yeah. they're in Division yeah. One. Yeah. So there's 22 teams left in, and obviously if you keep halving that. Mm then it doesn't work, does it? So no. it'll be interesting to see yeah. how it works in the later yeah. rounds. But can you see any shocks in these fixtures? I'm looking down them and I... I Ponsbury v Frankton? Ponsbury v Frankton would be a close that, game. That could be a shock. What would be, what would um, be a shock? Depends if... It, it, well, yeah, it does, yeah, it does, win, I, yeah. I've got to say, it does depend, re- really, the last couple of years in the T20s, uh, Ponsbury have played um, Evening League and have been a good side. Frankton have always been a Division 1 team. They've always stayed in Div mm. 1. So they're a good side. They are a good, and they've got some good twenty twenty players. But Ponsbury have always done well, mm. and they always go up and down, up and down. So they're a good side as well. So that is a really big game, actually. I, mean, I think you've got to look at availability as well. Of obviously, if if all these teams can get their first teams out on these midweek games, because they're all they're all Thursday nights, well, aren't they true. normally? Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of whether it whether you can get playing third team, plays whether, <laughs> work, whether, whether you can get whether you can get these the first the actual first teams out on the Thursday night. That that'd be the main thing and. If not, then that's obviously where we're going to see the see the shots. Obviously, it was nice to see Albury uh, come up against Sentinel because that's Andy's team. I I know I for one will be nowhere near that team sheet uh, mainly because I work on a Thursday. <laughs> I'm joking mainly because I'm nice. shit. No, you might be close. No, no, you might be close to the team sheet. You might be scoring. <laughs> I've heard you're a good score. <laughs> He's probably been on a course. <laughs> For free, and uh, ooh, cheers, mate. Uh, and how about you, Jamie? Any any ties that are jumping out there? Um, well, I'm looking forward to playing Shrewsbury away. Yeah, we, nice we, play there. yeah yes. and we didn't play there last year. It was rained off. It was an absolute washout. Fancy chances? Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, it's going to be difficult, isn't it? Like I said, I, I don't think there's going to be too many shocks. Bridge North twos v Ludlow. That that could be a potential one, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, well, it's definitely going to be interesting. And then in the other draw, we've in the well, the other half is kind of like the the normal hundred. Uh, well, not the hundred, the one that's not the premier, kind of like the 
the teams from Division 1 below, well, Division 2 and onwards, basically. Um, we've got Round 1 North, we've got Wem 2s versus Coton Hall, Ellesmere mm-hmm. versus Iscoid, we've got Acton Reynolds versus Calverhall, Harcourt versus Kai Glass in Round 1 of the North. Round 1 West, uh, you've got Monty versus Welshpool, Gillsfield versus Oswestry 2s, Lanid Lois versus uh, Condover, Colin versus Castle, Bishop's Castle. Round one south, you've got Willie versus Much Wenlock, Corvdale versus Kund, or Brighton versus Roxeter, Chalmarsh versus Brosley. You've got round one east, Market Drayton versus Wheaton Aston, Lillishaw versus Hinstock, Harpers versus Trisel and Sizden, and Hodnett versus Fortin. So, out of all those, going to be interesting again, kind of to see who comes out of that. You'd obviously probably back your your Kuns and your Ellesmere, the teams who have kind of just been freshly just relegated, relegated from yeah. Div 1. But outside of that, then, who, who are we looking at? Who, what what, uh, what do you think? For me, all Brighton v Rochester, that looks a good one on paper. Yeah. Um, that's, what's that, round one south. Mm. Um, that looks a good one for me. Monty, I think, could be, um, be up there. Monty against Welshpool would be mm. some, uh, some rivalry there. Willie Wenlock as well, because, you know... I've heard a few uh, transfer rumours, and if Willie strengthened this season mm. and uh, Wenlock, it's, it's a bit of a local derby, isn't it? Jeez, mm. Is that a local derby? Yeah. Well, so, I, was, so, I was thinking yeah. that, but I don't want to embarrass myself no, like James is, did. Like, like James yeah, did, like a couple of pods ago. Yeah, a few ago. pods yeah. ago, thought they were a bit close than they were. Yeah. Other side of the country. <laughs> 100 miles apart. <laughs> one's in Wales, one's in England. <laughs> one's in. <laughs> no, Willie and. Um, Cheers, guys. Thanks, Josh, for coming. I tell you what, Chelmarsh Chel- Brosley is the one I would look forward to because uh, I don't mm. know what Chelmarsh is going to be like and if they've signed any more players Ooh, and they've kept the same team. So, yeah, that'd be an interesting game. And Brosley, obviously, mm. are trying to build and get back to where they used to be and, mm. and, a, and a Prem side. So, yeah, we'll see. Drayton, Wheaton, Aston as well. That looks like it'll be a nice, tasty little tie there. But, yeah, so that moves us on from the hundreds. And, uh, yeah, let's move on to our next topic. Okay, so before we go on to the ins and outs of what may or may not be coming our way in the cricket season and what may or may not be played, um, yeah, so Joss, there have been some actual movement on scorers' points and there's been a bit of an update since we were last here. Yeah, so I think the league had a committee meeting on, I think it was the 9th of March, because initially they'd agreed that um, to get your score of points, your score had to have passed the ECB... um, ACO club scorer course and they also had to be a member of the ACO mm. which costs I don't know, 30 quid a year or something something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they've now decided you, you do not need to be a member of the ACO, ACO mm. although they do still recommend it but it's not compulsory to get your point um, and they've, they've said that you should still complete the online basics of scoring course um, and this is for all divisions except the Prem mm. And anyone over 18 who's scoring has to have a DBS check um, by the end of the season. And if you, this is quite interesting. If you don't have it done, you'll get docked all the points that you gained from scoring mm. if you haven't had a DBS check by the end of the season, which could have a it yeah. could be a big... You don't see uh, many people under 18 scoring, do you? Yeah, you do. Uh, no, the over 18 over have 18, a DBS check. Over 18. Yeah. Over 18. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cut, cut that, cut to that. Honest, You're not going to ask... No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. But I think I think I think I think the main thing is obviously that safeguarding is a massive a massive issue in well the world and life and cricket at the moment and obviously making sure you get that DBS check yeah. in, in all 
yeah. standards and, and very also, much all, correctly. All, all well. clubs also need to register the details of their scorer with the league's child wealth officer, yeah. it's Mike Jenkins. So yeah, all clubs do make sure you do that. Yeah. I'm much happier with this though, Joss. But they've also said much happier that it's at the league's discretion about whether a point can be awarded to a scorer who hasn't taken the course because they do recognise there's a lot of very experienced scorers out there. I mean, as I like Nicky Morris, like Aubrey, yeah. Nicky Morris, yeah, who hasn't taken the course may not. Take, it's two weekends. It's quite a lot to mm. quite a lot of time, and because. I'm sure the course is very good, but Nicky probably won't learn that much from it because he knows it all anyway. Mm. I think the league have recognised that, which is good. Which so is it's at good. their discretion, they might mm. allow people to get the point without having mm. the, having taken the course. But they will. The DBS rule will still apply. Yeah. It just leaves, got, leaves it open, doesn't it? Which yeah, is a really good. And, and the course is free as well. I mean, I've said it, I've said about it actually. Um, we spoke about it last time about youngsters as well. Real youngsters that want to get into scoring and uh, I know that Hannah and Imogen Gwilt from Sentinel are actually doing the course which is fantastic Good, like, yeah. obviously absolutely you know, chuck oh, yeah, and they, it's they great want more officials they want more but I'm glad, more I'm glad the league have given them a bit more time I think yeah. saying it has to be done now was, was probably not the right thing for me yeah agreed um, well I think we, we both think, said it didn't we and, and I think this one. this is much much better and I think the league has done the right thing yeah, really good. Yeah, I, I think obviously it's it's power it, of the it, pod. Yeah, well, I wouldn't <laughs> say it's power of the pod. I'd say what it. I think what the new the, the new outcome is is it still encourages the people who are scorers to carry on scoring and not feel like they're kind of being forced to jump through a hoop, so to speak. But party also team, kind of they? still still team. still to encourage people who are interested in scoring to take the courses, level up, kind of learn all that information and things like that, and that's. Mm. And that's good, really. And I think, obviously, in time, hopefully, if we could, if there's a way that people can do the course and or get interested in doing the course or join the ACO and things like that, then all the better for Shropshire cricket and just scoring in general. Well, we only when we had uh, the Ecclestons in, it kind of only showed their their breadth of knowledge that they kind of well even taught you something, just didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> they did indeed. And before AJ said anything. They taught me how to mark a wide on a scorebook. <laughs> AJ has this thing about me. AJ, AJ, enemy of the podcast. Is enemy that, of the podcast. Um, is that, that what we yes. decided? Yeah, yeah. He, loves, we're, we're he too, loves it really. We're too lenient just, on the league. He just hates Joss. <laughs> just Love doesn't you, like AJ. You. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bowl on my head. So another, another, another debate that's been going on around the Shropshire Cricket uh, League lately, which, which is, to be honest, is one that I didn't really kind of realise was a debating point. Um, mainly just because it is part of the it's part of the fabric of what is cricket and especially what is cricket at Alberbury Cricket Club and that is cricket tees and whether we should still have them and yeah, an amazing cricket debate where we even had like county cricketers all sorts who actually jumped in on the in on the debate about whether we should have one or not and yeah really really quite interesting we had people from umpire scorers players, all sorts, who got involved in the debate as to whether we should save the tees or trash the tees, um, which is actually quite interesting. And, uh, well, I don't know if you guys have had any thoughts on this or uh, got any personal thoughts on whether we should keep tees or remove tees. I, for one, as the fan, <laughs> is, I, love, I love a good tee. I love a good tee. I love the yeah. sit down. It, it makes, this is a, this is a, did you just call yourself a fat man? Yeah. Yeah, I am. You're not I the am. fattest in the room. <laughs> this, is, this is quite a tough conversation for me um, because tees are what, what make cricket. When I played in Australia, it was 
abysmal because you didn't really do tees. You had uh, a few little bits and bobs in a very short break between innings. So and it's a long day as well. Um, and it's a long day. It's hot. And, and to be fair, you you really need your fluids in Australia. Yeah. Um, where over here. I do think you have a long enough break to have a good tea. As a bowler, it's a pain in the backside over here because you turn up a place like Alberbury, you turn up at Frankton, which are knocking as well, that have superb teas. And as a bowler, you're like, oh, I can't really eat that much. Because you do notice a difference when you've, when you've had a good Even a if good the tea's fill. there, you don't have to eat it. You don't have to eat it, but when, eat when you're it. someone like me, when someone texts no, yeah, you, I know, but we're not, you want we're a not... curry, I will do anything <laughs> to go for a curry. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's uh, me eyes go before uh, anything else so. but I mean let's say we, we rock up at 12 o'clock well this is Div 1 we rock up at 12 o'clock start at 1 o'clock go on till about 7 o'clock you, you don't have to eat in that time you can have a little bit of lunch before you start and then you have dinner after I don't I don't think it's put it this way I think I could cope with that it's very thing. traditional I just think it's yeah, a oh, traditional thing yeah, yeah, I agree absolutely. with you Josh. and it's, it's great but I'm just yeah. saying from, personally it's a very English thing to me like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, would save, it, it would save a lot of hassle I think uh, being honest I've noticed the um, the increasing amount of teams that are having teas brought to them by, say, Colum Deli. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at it, it's it's a lot different. Uh, back in the day, uh, my nan, she was at Hinkley Cricket Club. She used to do the teas, and, and they're all famous for doing teas because they were so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, I don't think it's anywhere near as good. Like, I'm not, not taking a piss out of, of teams and saying the teas aren't good enough, but I just don't think there's the people that want to do it anymore. It's different. No, it's I, think changed. Absolutely, I think you're absolutely right. And, and the clubs that do, I mean, we talk about all the time, like the Franktons, like the Knockings and Alberberries. It's the same teams you say all the time because they've got dedicated people. It's almost, Bridge North, it's almost phenomenal like, at Bridge North. Bridge North's good. It's always, it's almost like a competition between Alberberry, isn't it? Mm. You know, and, and they, yeah. all, they all sort of compete yeah. with each other and they don't care what they spend. They just want it to be the best tea. So Which you never is when I there is, there is, I think there is a good shout there, to be fair, to say, RT is necessary, but traditionally, yeah. It's, but it's, but it how, ma- how many other people in the world eat at 4 p.m.? No, exactly. It's bang on. Obviously, <laughs> as a, I mean, I, we I, don't I, eat for I, I wasn't involved in this debate at all. I wasn't very aware of it because okay. I don't do Twitter or anything. But one of the reasons I joined Albury was because they had teas. Yeah, I'll tell you what my preference would be. So, 2018, we played... Uh, away at Condover and we started at 10 o'clock because it was England v Sweden in the World Cup quarterfinal uh, okay, yeah, yeah. at I think it was a 3 o'clock 4 o'clock kickoff we, yeah, and we yeah, started yeah, at that. 10 o'clock yeah. and first innings done by 1 o'clock well, well it was actually a short game but it was done by let's say 12 o'clock on average it would be what half 12-ish yeah. have your tea for half an hour at lunchtime yeah, and then you play time. the second innings mm. and you're actually done by 4 and you can still enjoy a Saturday night that would be my actual I mean I'd change it all I mean, I'd change the whole day. I'd start earlier. You can yeah. keep teas, which is a designated mm. proper lunch spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the second innings, and then you've still got but Saturday. If you game sort of... at four o'clock every Saturday, I might enjoy my Saturday. I wouldn't enjoy my Sunday. No, you wouldn't. No. Well, you I've, need I've to drink responsibly that, I've, then, I've, don't you, Josh? I've actually, I'm one of them that's actually, got to be honest, I've always wondered why cricket starts so late. I lo- honestly, I, I, it. I love an early start. I, I know there I was, no, I know there was yeah. an event, England v Sweden. I know it was an event that everyone wanted to watch. I remember watching it. I was at Kund and we played against somebody and we stopped halfway through. Oh, uh, well, I'm not a fan. Watched the game well, and then a, played yeah. the second half. Yeah, which I one completely off. agree yeah, with that's a, 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 The league obviously must have let us get away with it. It was brilliant. So, can we, bring, can we bring this up, James, into the, maybe the next one? Can, well, we start, yeah. can we start games at 10 o'clock <laughs> every week? Well, Albury Cricket Club will have one player there. Be James <laughs> Harrop. 
Mike Corshaw will be cutting mm. <laughs> And Joss will be scoring. <laughs> and Joss will be there <laughs> waiting for the food. <laughs> I think I think one of the things as well is, like for me, especially when you've got like a rain-affected game or uh, or anything that's got like a sort of time restraint, is the kind of... When, when you sit down and it's like, right, we're going to have to take this long for tea. And sometimes you're just there going, can we just not just do a quick whip round, get back out there because it looks like it's going to piss it down. Uh, we just want to get out there, try and get some of the game on and then you can always have like some of the tea after. Now, I understand some of the debate, whereas we had some of the umpires and scorers who were coming in and going, well, it's actually quite taxing just being stood out there for both halves of the game. We kind of want that half an hour break. Thoughts on that? Normally, though, um, umpires are quite good with that, and they do say, let's take tea. They don't like messing around. They just get on with it. Normally, that half an hour, it is probably still raining most of the time, isn't it? Most of the games I've been involved with, they've it's been raining still, and they've said, do you know what? Let's just make time up. Let's get the tea. Yeah, well, I think that's common sense, isn't it? And, and then you've also got to think, how long is it going to be until the pitch is ready? Because the pitch is never ready straight away, is it, after a bit of rain? Um, and you've got to get the covers off, you've got to get everything off. So I think, yeah, I think it's fine, really. Umpires normally do it typically I, enough. Well, even if it's not rain affected, I don't mind some of the umpires wanting half <coughs> and a half an hour yeah. break. I've no, I've no yeah. problem with, it's as long with as the, the length of the break. The tees are there as well. The tees have got to be there, haven't they? Yeah, because sometimes yeah, Colin and Daddy drop it off, and we've had rain affected games where they've been like, oh, maybe we should have tea now, but it's not been there. So, and that's that's an issue, obviously, because all the mm. three probably have their teas there early in the morning in the fridge, ready to go. And yeah, we we don't. Well, there's also the financial implication of it because I mean you're still going to charge people tea money. For exactly. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah. So you know, I think everyone does it different ways, but we we give the the tea lady or tea man. X, I think it's 50 quid, whatever. You get 50 quid budget if you go over it. It's your choice to go over it. That budget spent, I'll tell you now. But but basically, we still charge each player 10 quid. It's your choice. Basically, you just get told 50 quid. If you want to go over it, that's how much you're going to get back. So each player gets charged a tenner. And then five of that, basically, five of that goes towards tees and the rest yeah. is goes so towards make, if they're all senior players you get six goes towards but then again when we play away it's still a tenner so it just it doesn't doesn't make any difference mm. to us really on that point but, but, the, but, but if you did away the tees we'd be 550 yeah. quid a year better off yeah. but, but also, no, the fact more than that is that's just the first team. but also at the, at the same point as well uh, we're all expected to kind of get involved and do one so it's not kind of like Throughout the year, you're all, you, we're all paying towards it. But it's again, it's kind of part and parcel of what some teams would say is part of the village cricket experience yeah, yeah. for us. And, mm. and I give my fifty quid back to the club anyway. Cause. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those really. It's not it's not something that I've ever kind of blinked and thought about because kind of yeah. The thing is though, you get you get some clubs who are who are paying x amount of money for overseas, but yet feel a bit shady about spending so much on a cricket tee is that would that would uh, again are teas that important that's a question you know it, it comes down to the individual yeah, isn't exactly. it? because we've all got different opinions I mean, don't get me you, wrong. you want yeah. tea for yeah. instance yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm not like bothered yeah and I'm not bothered <laughs> I, I've got to say I, I could quite happily have just a cup of tea I'd be quite happy with that I am mm. seriously I, I yeah, would, so you I just have the, you just have a break you just have a, a mid innings break it comes at a time where you probably have eaten before a game and you probably had a good breakfast a good fill yeah, I just I just don't see many people eating at four pm. No, Monday to no, Friday. No, I, agree. I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, there was there was another person who came up on the debate who said, "Why not just get it all done, 
just quick in and out, little little no ball in the drink, go back out there, then after the game, then you could if you wanted to, you could put on like a barbecue and things like That's that. That's what they do in Australia. Yeah, but I don't, exactly I don't, I don't mind the break. I'm still happy to have a twenty. Well, maybe not half an hour. You a have twi- to have a twenty yeah, minute break. Fifteen, twenty minute mid innings. You've got to really. Yeah, uh, you, you can't, can't, you, can't, you, can't you can't, you can't, you can't rush the back. No. I, suppose, I mean, well, you, you can't. It, it's all cricket. I mean, what's a test match? Ten, ten, fifteen minute interval. Even well, when tier, they, tier is twenty. No, no, no. Ten, ten, fifteen minute interval. They get bowled out. They're gonna be straight back out. Oh, it's ten minutes, isn't it? Yeah, ten minutes. And I think that's that's a push really for bowlers. So especially if they've been batting. Yeah, but so let's say fifteen twenty minutes. I th- I, th- I think I think tw- to be honest, I think a twenty minute break without teas would be would be satisfactory. Yeah, mm. as long as you got fluids on board. Yeah, because it is dangerous. Not really. I say yeah. I say you know you can still have like fruit out and things like that and yeah. oh, no, whatnot and sweets again. You know I energy. don't want to say it again, but this is what exactly what it is. Do you need a massive spread? Anything. Yeah. They normally put a spread on of like um, a little bit of hot food, but then it's all fruit drinks. Um, they don't really do cups of tea over there. No, they just do well, it's too hot anyway. juice water, yeah. and you refresh yourself for fifteen minutes, and then bang straight back out there. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't disagree. Is, but but is, in Australia, the, the 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 format they play, it's obviously like two hour sessions, isn't it? Similar to like a test cricket, a day test test cricket. Whereas our innings could go on for three, three and a half hours if we two, do fifty. They do two different ways, don't they? They do. Well, they do do like the one do day, one day the one stuff, day, yeah, they but do. they still do the same thing in one day stuff. Okay, just so a, one, just, just a, yeah. a ten minute turnaround. In, in the league I played, they did seventy five over days, Saturday, Saturday, seventy five overs one Saturday, seventy five overs the next. Yeah, Saturday. so a two day game. But then they do um, obviously they have a break halfway through. Well, for a then, week, for a week. Yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> and then. Yeah, the saying. next, the next half of the season. Do they, no, do, do, they not, do they not have two breaks within seventy-five? Over, those seventy-five. They have drink breaks, but non, not food breaks. They don't come off. They have one proper break, and then they have yeah, drink yeah. breaks. Yeah. So when I was in Australia then, watching Nick in yeah. Adelaide, they, I think they played ninety overs during the day. But it was it, it was actually, very similar to a, as a far test as I know, it's ninety overs where I played. Now. Where did you play? It was seventy-five overs. Where in were Mel- you? In Melbourne. Melbourne. And um, by the way, take just it. just a quick one that George Cheshire, congratulations, made it through to a grand final in Australia this week well done um, but going back to it as well in the <laughs> <laughs> hey George you're not being horrible to you mate yeah going back to it though surely if there are financial implications for your club and things like this why there's no there's no there's no rule in the rule book saying that a tea has to be this or that or this or that if you just made if you just went out and just went there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, here you go. 
and just handed out like a real basic bit of food to people, then if people who do want to just crack on could crack on. You know what I mean? It doesn't. You still bring your own. Yeah, you know, you could you could just say, oh, any any club who plays us, you bring your own food. If you want food, fine. We'll put on some. If you want biscuits or anything like that, I don't know, oranges and things like that. You can do that, really. It's also about what what clubs charge for teas. Obviously, well, no, they don't charge teas, do they? No, exactly. it only went quite recently, didn't it? So it used to be a bit of a yeah, bit of a talking point when. Yeah, there was a standard charge for teas. Yeah, there was a standard charge, wasn't mm. there? Yeah, but yeah, you go to Frankton or Bridge North or yeah, it's ridiculous. Isn't it? Their teas are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You go, I won't name any other place, but there are places where you don't get such. A yeah, good tea. exactly. Because we have on a like, like where? So I just like where? I got, I got mixed up there. Any names. Oh, okay, <laughs> I got mixed up there on a Sunday. We go and play teams away, and sometimes this Grasshoppers Cricket Club. Sometimes they go give us fifty quid for a tea, and we're like. What for that? It was Two awful. I mean, yeah. you turn up the next one, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable. And they go, give us 30 quid. And we're like, bloody hell, brilliant. brilliant. Not going to lie, oh. though. How many how many times have you been to a cricket club and you've been like, oh, looking forward to today. Got a good cricket tea. And like, so yeah. many times, you can have a great cricket match. And if the tea's dreadful, it just feels like, cricket. sometimes it's just like, you stood out there for quite a long piece of period of time, if, especially if you're having a really long day. It's just kind of like a nice little break in between players and umpires, just to have like a little, you know, just a over like a nice slice. I always think, I always think about left. cricket. Oh, I really do. Victoria Sponge. Like, Saturdays I could, or Sundays. I could do that on a Saturday. I could do without the tea. On a Sunday, I love just. I mean, obviously being secretary of Grasshoppers Cricket Club, um, I like to pick the fixtures where we can have mm. a good tea. So uh, you just like said you, you just said you're not bothered about yeah, this but thing. I'm not bothered because I don't really bowl on a Sunday. Oh, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> so I like to true. stand there in the field. And, but, yeah. But anyway, um, so that's yeah, so that's been a good, quite healthy debate on cricket tea. And uh, so before we go on to Jamie's favourite part and uh, transfer rumours, transfer lies, <laughs> transfer yes, lies. We, we do have one correction from that's the last that, transfer rumours section. That is the Where's one AJ thing. Going? That is the one thing that surprises me all the time. People go, oh those transfer rumours weren't true it's like well we don't call it transfer facts <laughs> no we yeah. confirm transfer facts they are complete rumours <laughs> we make them up in our sleep but we try so, our some of best. these rumours are literally created five minutes before the podcast around this table so sure please are. don't be offended apparently anyway. Tom Duddleston is going to Beacon <laughs> anyway fine up before we go on to that we're going to go on to our final topic uh, which is quite well very topical and by the time this goes out um, we may be in the in the real thick of it, so let's go on to it. So this is a topic that I don't think we can really kind of prepare for, and and to be honest, that's not well a great deal that we know the we're not saying that we know the ins and outs, the science behind it. You know, we can only go off what's really happening, and like we said, but by the time this goes out, it may be you know we're in a completely different situation to where we are sitting here, as we are all actually sat in a room, but. Um, do we think COVID-19, the coronavirus, is going to have a big impact on Shropshire cricket this season? Do you think that the season is going to go ahead? Or if you do, when do you think there's a chance that it may go forward? And how do you think it's going to affect everything this season, really, is the idea? I hope there's little impact on the cricketing season. Um, I'm a little concerned at the measures that are being taken by our government and by governments worldwide. Um, my initial thought was this load, load of panic over nothing. When you see all these empty shelves in the supermarkets, it's uh, 
Shane Smith was empty this morning. Yeah, and Aldi yeah. was. It's just a bit. Morrison's was as well. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, really. It, mm. It's a worry, and obviously there's people dying, which is tragic, and I'm, it's very, very sad. But people die of flu every year. Mm. Um, I may be out of turn, I don't know, but um, it is I, I'm concerned about what, what's going to happen in the, in the next few weeks. It's obviously a massive concern. Yeah. The government are, yeah. are worried. Uh, I don't know if they've taken action quick enough. I mean, you look at what Italy and Spain have done, and you're thinking, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. well, we're my two, three weeks in Spain. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah, right, we're two, three weeks behind. Yeah. I mean, um, I have friends that are getting through cancer. I've got friends that have got heart problems, and they're worried. Mm. You know, they don't know what to do. Understandably, so, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I can understand. Obviously, the football it, it all went very quickly, didn't it? I mean, obviously, um, Boris Johnson coming out didn't really say that sport should be called off and then within an hour hours, an hour it was the, pre- yeah, the Premier League said all matches yeah. going ahead this weekend an hour later it was off it's all off yeah so it's right. obviously the decision wasn't they weren't that wasn't was government no. yeah but yeah. it did help that a few play, a few people got coronavirus and it obviously is proving mm. that it's, it's well, it spreading, for, it forced, spreading very forced their hand into it, I suppose yeah. in the yeah. football world I, I think I think the hardest thing about it all is that obviously it's something that's brand new we and we can't there's no way that we know of controlling it for now really and that's that's the that's mm. possibly the scariest thing about it and also obviously you know obviously the cricket community is well I don't know how else to say it really it's, it's you know you've got I don't know. There's, there's a chance that we all know someone who may or may not be in this kind of bracket, which could be affected by it or, or more so. Yeah, and it's yeah. that's that's the kind of worrying thing. And it's not necessarily uh, for the you know the healthy um, or what who we may seem as health deem as healthy, but the kind Nobody of that's knows, that's you, you you don't know until it's until it's happened. I know speaking to my sister, who's a nurse, she's you know she's quite she she's right, right in the thick of it. She's it's at the point where she's kind of like we all need to build up an immunity to it but also we don't really know how that goes about but also we don't want to the measures I think not wanting to be done to the point where we kind of swamp our our, 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 well, our hospitals and nurses and doctors and all this oh, stuff exactly. so it's yeah, just run cope, yeah. with with this all being in a potential quarantine what how do we think that well I think I think anyway with the with the floods that have happened and everything like that I think there's no chance we're going to start on time do you think or do you think well what I would say is that at the time of recording it's five weeks isn't it until the start of the, mm-hmm. the cricket season mm-hmm. um, and the way that it's rapidly moved forward in the last week or so you, you don't know what developments could be in store within the next five weeks Pot- you know, five weeks is a long time potentially potentially by the time this goes out this whole topic of whether we're going to start on time is could be immaterial it could be yeah, who cares you know what I mean been made or, cricket yeah. becomes well it's, we well, it's always a distant setting to life we had something similar didn't we in 2000 wherever it was 2003 or something but didn't they have an entire season when there was no nothing below Prem played is that right? Where was this? I know. I know. Yeah. Alberbury didn't. Short I know. Alberbury didn't play Short because I think that was the, that was the year that Mark Jones went to oh, Newtown. Cricket. He played for Newtown, yeah, yeah. didn't he? But apart from that, I don't really know too much about that. As I was, there was, there was a, a season. When, I know Mark Jones is Alberbury through and through. Played a season at Newtown because Alberbury weren't playing. And I think it's because of foot and mouth. Foot and mouth. Yeah. yeah. But I, th- oh. I think that all games below the Premier League weren't. Weren't played. So what, we don't know what year that was. Though. I may be wrong. I'll be told if I'm wrong. Obviously. Yeah. Well, so it'd be it'd be interesting if anyone could. Yeah, early in two thousand. At, at the moment, obviously. Oh, so before. At the moment, what they're on about is big events, big crowds, big groups. 
Um, nothing should really go ahead like from Cal now Corner on, Corner really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is How many tickets have we sold for Cow Corner Live? Yeah. Yeah. Three. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but to be fair, uh, obviously with cricket, I'd like to think we get out there and play. I think, I think, but I think, the I think, overall thing about all of this is everyone's health. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm worried about my nan. I'm worried mm. about relatives who are a bit old, you know. I'm worried about friends who've got yeah, asthma or things s- that you scary, don't know about, you know. You know? There's, there's people out there that don't know they've got issues, mm. you know. And it's it's going to hit us hard, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll but have you, to just see you what don't know, You don't know what the peak worst level is, do you? No, no you, don't. They, 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 you don't. They, they the come out with all these things saying that it's going to be in two months, going to be in three months. You do not have a clue what it's going to do. You don't have a clue. They don't even know what's going on yet. So I think they've... The right thing has been done. I don't know if they're going to have a complete lockdown or not. They probably will do. I would have thought it'd be like Italy and Spain, but I think I think it's going to come. But it's it's the I think the problem the problem is is timing it correctly so that it's uh, yeah. that it's done. But yeah, I think I think the hardest thing, obviously, when you're playing cricket, it's not kind of like I don't know how to say it. it's like playing football where you're just using your feet. Obviously, with fo- with cricket, you're kind of constantly shining a ball. You're in contact with your yeah, hands, true, which is the true. main thing that we're talking. Yeah. You know, talking about that transfers yeah. all this stuff. You know, it's kind of cricket is very wash your hands after every over. Yeah, you know, you can't take hand sanitizer onto the pitch exactly. and just hand sanitize <laughs> every yours, every yours, time. Australians can yeah. <laughs> sand it out. Be all right. So does that does that is, is there a, do we think that there's a potential that the season may may or may not go ahead at all? Yeah. I, I, I don't think, think I don't think can, yeah, but I don't think I don't think it'll, they'll cancel they'll cancel the whole season in in the the near and future. And we will be dictated by the I mean, ECB, presumably. Yeah, of we? course. But I mean, look at the football. They've right now they've suspended it for two weeks. Mm. Yes, we all ex- expect that to be extended, but no one has said that the whole season is off or the Euros are off. Oh or, no, we're not, yeah, I don't I don't think they'll they'll uh, come no. out and the say Euro, it's Euro off. But I think, the Euros I think, probably will be off. Yeah, yeah, but, the Euros will be off. Yeah, definitely. I think, but, I think it'll but, be a case think, of it'll be postponed and then. But yeah, but I think the Euros will only be off to fulfil the rest of the domestic fixtures that have been okay. suspended yeah. but uh, you don't know mm. like Andy said about peak levels you don't know mm. when that's going to be we might have you had just it have a clue. hopefully but it might come it might come within the next week it might come in two weeks it might come in a month you just don't know who's to say it doesn't die off hopefully you know yeah, summer so. comes so. hopefully and it just or bins you, it off you might just play maybe. everybody wants this season you know you only play 11 games yeah well I've said this season. I've said this about the Premier League football like next season they're talking about trying to um, get the Premier League Championship and all the other leagues finished. Well, why not play the Premier League? Darren Goff actually said it, this on Talk Sport. He said, "Why not just play each other once?" Mm. And then they, and uh, for ne- next season, yeah. And yeah, uh, a few of them said, "Oh, wait a minute, yeah, but you play them away from home. You play them at home. You play this. It's not fair." Well, it's not all about fair. No, no. it's about it's people's lives. Six nations. It's about people's mm. lives. It's about everyone being healthy, fit, mm. and well. And that's all we care about. So, you know, sport has got to work around the virus and that's it uh, I, I feel I feel very sorry well I don't it's, there's a lot of people who are going to have a lot of like hard decisions to be made and one of the well, it's still going to be a hard decision but possibly in the context of things not the not the hardest but uh, from a league committee's point of view if you were to is that what you'd say we'd do potentially look at what how would you how would we look to downgrade it so if you say full season slightly I so I don't think few games to worry about that for now it's, it's five weeks away Mm. It's a long time. We'll we'll hit it when we have to. You know, the league. I'm sure they're probably 
talking about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Be I'm pretty sure they'll anything. be having discussions, but I don't yeah. think you need to talk about this until it actually happens. As you say, football but, but be is off for two weeks. But that's it's off for two weeks. Yeah. As we know, will come down from the ECB. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There, there'll be discussions made, but I would have thought they'd be talking about it now, and I would have thought they'll probably, as I say, just they'll give it time. It's all mm. about time. You've got to give it time, and you've got to do what's right for us. This, this is not this is not the English Premier League where there's millions and millions of stakes. <laughs> no, exactly. We're playing club cricket, club and, cricket. and paying for the privilege. Yeah. Where it's yeah. not it's not the end of the world if yeah. we miss a few Unless games. Exit, you get paid for the privilege. Yeah. Well, do you do you think that then? Kind of game. Do you think that? Do you think that a possibility of delayed season? Do you think the possibility of like a delayed season or or any cancellations will have an effect on the future of clubs or their their kind of stability and how they'll move forwards? I think it always will do, isn't it? I think it will. Always has an effect on clubs, but I don't think it will have an effect on us than it will with the professional game. The professional game is completely different, where they're talking about contracts and all sorts of stuff up in January, uh, not January, June. Sorry, it's 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 more difficult. But you know, we've got to do what we've got to do, haven't we? It, yeah. that's it. it's, it's all about everyone's health. I'd rather see all us four be sat here next year mm. than not be. A hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's one of them things. And I think everyone needs to stick together and they've got to do the right thing, haven't they? Mm. It's what Jurgen Klopp said, isn't it? If, if one person is healthier because of the measures they're taking, then it's worth it. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%, 100%. And, and one good thing that could come out of it is that the Premier League could get cancelled and Liverpool <laughs> may not win the title after 30 years. It is imperative that this season does finish at some, at some stage. Let's play it in 2055. Yeah. But yeah, so I think I think we've dwelled enough on kind of like quite a somber moment there, and let's pick the vibe back up and assume that the season's going to go ahead, and we're going to talk about some transfer rumours. Nice. Okay, so we now move on to everyone's. Well, apart from Alex Johnson's fate, oh, and Don Bradburn, we need to make a uh, list of all these people that we annoy from the uh, from the cow corner facts. Let's not talk Sorry, about Don Bradburn. He, he reckons there's been a few lies about him being a fan <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> Apparently, you rang him, but you never rang him, oh, and all this sort of stuff. So let's just, Dom let's Bradbury. leave Dom out. AJ hates us. <laughs> right, so we'll start with Sentinel. Whoa, We've got a couple whoa, of departures whoa, from the... Whoa, 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 whoa. So, we move on to our next section. Very good transfer. You, <laughs> so, we've got transfer rumours. Um, so, yeah, remember, everyone, that these the, the, the next part of the show does include rumours. None of these are facts. If you are... Um, if you are offended by any transfer rumours, please... Contact the pod directly. <laughs> they did start as facts, but unfortunately, everyone took them we've as facts. We've never said they're facts. We call them rumours 100% rumours. So, anyway, this is a part of the section where Jamie uh, comes into his element. So, Jamie, what's been going on in the Shropshire Cricket Leagues? So, we'll start with the Premier Division, and I've only got three. I've only got three on my note here. Um, Calvin Priest... Uh, England over 50s international left Schiffnell to go back to Werfield. I didn't know that. Good signing. Very Did you not? Yeah. I mentioned it before actually because I saw. I didn't know it was from Werfield. When we were talking about the fixtures, uh, Schiffnell are playing Warfield 
in the hundred. Oh yeah. So I actually thought, wow, that that could be a good fixture. That'll be tasty because yes. Calvin's got Calvin's mm. a good player, very good player. So w- would he get in? Yes. In their Don't even ask. Yes. Yeah. Without well, a doubt. Yeah. And I tell you now, on Warfield's wicket, which I like to play on because it gives a little bit back to the, the seamer, I'm not just a batsman mm. like most wickets, mm. he will bowl well at home. He will take a lot of wickets. He does a lot with the ball. So that, yeah. I mean, I'm really yeah. looking forward to playing against him, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we've got um, a signing for Newport. It looks a good signing statistically anyway. Uh, Johar Ahmed from Cannock and Rugeley Hawks. Not a player that... I'm familiar with. I Again, don't know a about you, of, Andy. A couple of players from the Hawks, really. The Hawk, one of the lads has gone to uh, Maybe, as far as I know. Okay. So that's uh, another player. So, well, do you want to Twitter that? Do you want to try no, and no, find that? No, do you want to no, find, no. Try and find played, out the name? Against... Not, no, no, it's the one we mentioned before. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we mentioned yeah, two, yeah, didn't yeah. we, on the last one? Yeah. And then the final one that we've got confirmed from the Premier Division is Mubin Rashid from West Bromwich Dartmouth to Whitchurch so again not okay. someone I'm familiar with again but... Whitchurch signing very well very impressed with their signings so West Bromwich Dartmouth very decent <coughs> if they're a Birmingham League side they're going to be a good side aren't they yeah. uh, I'm not sure actually I don't, I don't okay. know, I don't know. decent standard yeah. thought it would be disrespectful to the league but no we don't know do we? no we don't <laughs> well, <laughs> Still you've, you've played you're the only one out of the three of us that have played there Andy has he played in Birmingham League apparently have you scored any runs uh, uh, hundreds <laughs> Well, what, yeah, 100. 100. <laughs> what was your total that day, by the way? Was it a, a straight 100? Or it was, was 102, it... not out. Not out? And I scored, I scored 102, not out. I think I scored about 230 in the season. Did you end like 8, 9 down, or was it end of innings? Or no, what, we or... were actually 7 down when I went to the crease. Okay, yeah. yeah. And we still 7 down at the end of the innings? Uh, no, we were 9 down. Okay. So, so, friend of the podcast, Don Bradburn, was out that day. Don Bradburn faced 64 balls for 28, the best 28 he'll ever score. Good knock. He was superb. And, uh, yeah. I can just hear Polk people knock. turning <laughs> off from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought okay. it was transfer rumours, not Andy Harrison Day. It's my day, I did a 10k earlier. I have to say, though, Carl Starling did want me to bring up the fact that he did also witness you get a 150. Uh, when you were bowling for Action Reynolds yeah. against All Scott in 2008. I'm, I'm sorry, but Carl Starling can uh, do one. I think it's because he also got my... 236 <laughs> not out that day. That's possibly that is, also what they wanted to do. That is completely <laughs> out of my memory. I can't remember it. Um, well done, Carl. It was a good knock. How did Martin Jones Very average. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Come Should on, we get no, back on topic? Yeah, Should we get back it, on topic? Bring it back onto rumours. I think, obviously, not much... Not much... Uh, not much kind of going on at Sentinel or uh, in regards to an overseas and not much going on at Shelton. I know no business from um, Sentinel at the moment. We mm. are looking at things we can do and we want to improve as a club and we always want to improve as a club. And anyone that wants to come play for the club are welcome. We do net on a Tuesday every of week. Um uh, yep. But as far as I know, Shelton, mm. you were with them last week. So. so the whole overseas thing could be thrown to jeopardy because of the uh, coronavirus and the current climate. It's a worrying time for, yeah. for clubs, especially that have done big business. Obviously, I think the Prem is pushing on for more big business these days. It's been some I'm not, I'm not going to say they're paying money. I don't know what clubs are doing. I don't want to push it on clubs that are doing that. No, but there's, there's yeah. a lot of clubs. I mean, ourselves included at Beacon, we've got an overseas signed, sealed and delivered. Mm. But I certainly wouldn't blame any Who's overseas. Yours? Andrew Simpson from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jeremy, the, the, the um, I mean, this is a bit stereotyping. Maybe shouldn't do, but um, the um, 
the countries that people get overseas from are generally Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, India, Pakistan are not yet hit very heavily by the coronavirus. No, no, not no. so they won't be. No, but I wouldn't blame them if they didn't want to come exactly to right, yeah. the UK, which mm. could well be in lockdown in you know, yeah, a week yeah, or so. Yeah, quite, so yeah. I wouldn't, even though you know they've signed for these clubs, ourselves included, I wouldn't begrudge them not wanting to come. Yeah. It definitely, it yeah, definitely yeah, adds a different dynamic, doesn't it? Especially yeah. kind of you look at the amount of outlays and the amount of signings that have been made. There's been a huge amount in the Prem this year. It's going to be going to be really good. I mean, I, I think, Ludlow had a, yeah. had a bit of an issue, didn't they? They, they lost their issue, issues. Yeah. I mean, they, there, uh, there could be clubs that are, yeah. Depending on an what exactly? Team. Yeah, no, there is a few. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. like like James just said, a lot of the clubs in the Prem are strengthening up a hell of a lot, and it was going to take time, as we've said on the podcast. The league restructure was going to take years to get back to normal, and I think now teams are going right. Okay, we've seen what Wem have done mm. in the restructure. It's our turn. Let's get promoted. And they're mm. signing player after player after player. And mm. I think that's the way it's going to go. Mm. Now they're going, right, look, this is the challenge. We've got to win mm. the Prem. You've got to win the Prem. Mm. And then you've got a playoff to go up. There's no, yeah. nothing saying you're going to go up. But Wem have done it. And Wem have just proved the way. They've taken yeah. the way and they've shown mm. us how to do it. I Let's think, do it. I think, yeah, going back to the previous topic that we've spoken about, but on here, or is just that that whole idea that if you've bought a player in who's an overseas and you've spent the money or you're getting someone who's domestic and you're going to spend the money, if the season's not going ahead or people aren't coming and spending money, so a lot of these clubs have bars. If people aren't spending money in those bars, it's going to have a massive knock-on effect of the, you know, of yeah. the, the financial implications for these yeah, clubs, absolutely. especially if they don't work out a deal. So if someone's kind of, I don't know, I've never really worked on an overseas deal, but, You'd hope if they've got a guarantee, the if they've got a guarantee for a certain amount of money, or there isn't kind of a loophole that cuts it out for both sides, could be a, could be. A well, bit I mean, of an I've, issue. I've seen overseas contracts. I mean, there can be six, like six, seven, eight, four pages. So you'd mm. think that there would be something in there. I mean, if the season doesn't go ahead, you're not flying someone over to play. Right? Well, no, if the season gets cancelled tomorrow. Yeah. We're not having an overseas. From what we're we've not heard, pay from, for... from what we've heard, the the lad that's actually playing for Wem, uh, as far as I know, he has a chance to play for India A. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and from what I've heard, and it's only speculation, but I heard that if he gets picked for India A, he's going to go for it. Yeah, it's off. It's it's a massive oh, opportunity you? for a player, exactly. It, but it has a massive so, knock on effect. So who's the who, yeah. size, doesn't So it? who's going to say that these lads are going to go? Oh, the the virus is in England. Do you know what? No, I'm just going to give it a miss. You know. Mm. Definitely, definitely, really, it's going to make a real interesting impact on the Prem, and then it will have a knockdown effect on all the other clubs because they they have second 11s and all sorts and mm. everything that may go on. But yeah, so that moves us on to the next, the divisions below, Jamie. Yeah, so Division One, we've got St George's. Four new faces since our last meet right. around they've this got, table. They've gone from doing absolutely nothing to yeah. just they certainly spray. needed it. They've had a lot go, haven't they? So this is interesting. So Cameron Watson and Ben Crump have both arrived from Wellington. Yeah, Cameron was spoke about a few months back, I think, on the pod. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if we name dropped him, but no, I, I, I think we I, might we might have spoke about him off I'm air. I'm pretty sure I mentioned him actually. Okay, I think so. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I'm just Rahil, Rahil Katak <laughs> from Willy, uh, bowler. Is also, that, sorry, Rahil Katak. Okay, um, from Willy, and then Matt Nutting as well from Maidley, another bowler. Uh, to come into St George's so that's four new faces for them it would have been a fifth with their overseas Jack Doyle friend of the podcast friend of myself yeah. um, member of the podcast member of the, of the podcast, podcast. In the, still in the podcast WhatsApp group for yeah. some bizarre sure reason is, yeah. um, he was yeah. our overseas at Beacon last year but 
I do understand, and this is only a rumour, that that may be in doubt now. About the coronavirus him. or? Uh, no, I think it might be more personal reasons than that, but uh, I believe that may be in doubt. So oh, I'm not well, sure where we're at. Right Jack I'm not sure where we're at with that with mm. St. George's, but I do believe yeah, we really that hope that is Jack's in doubt. Okay. Yeah, he's um, a real good friend of the podcast. And he's a good lad, Jack. Mm. And he helped me out with grasshoppers last, yeah, last yeah. year as well. On uh, and then the final one I've got again, not many at the moment no, for some it's reason. Gone quite, it's Division close to the one, season, though, isn't it? Is a new face for Chirk, um, a fellow called Mike Wright. Not someone we're familiar with. We're not sure where he's come from. Um, presumably in a different league structure. Yeah, because um, they came from. The yeah, yeah. Season. So that's what we're presuming anyway. Again, cause it didn't say on, didn't say on their a Twitter. Club where he's we're come very from. interested about. We're very interested about Chirk. We don't really know a lot about them. Um, we're still no. learning about Chirk, and I really hope they go well. I think actually. we're learning quite rapidly about them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd like. Well last year, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what they've got about them, and uh, yeah, with more signings coming in, surely it's it's all for the better. Hopefully. Mm. So. And then we've got a couple of other confirmed deals. Uh, Robbie and Zavi Clark have left Oswald Street to go to Schiffnell. Wow. So okay. a couple of big names there to go with mm. Joe Leach, who obviously may be turning out for them um, on a couple of occasions. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Chris Scott has actually left Beacon and joined Column oh. as well. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I like Chris. Lovely bloke. He's had yeah. more clubs than Joss. Um, he, m- he might have now. Yeah. As have you. Two, two uh, seasons a club, apparently, Chris Scott. 18 months at Beacon. <laughs> uh, He's a lovely lad, though. I believe lovely that's lad. confirmed. Yeah. That's going to um, make a massive difference to Beacon now, I think, isn't it? Do you reckon? To our second team, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a, a good batsman player, for Division he? 5, yeah, absolutely. You know, he yeah. get, gets a few runs for our, our twos, but. Um, he obviously fancies a new challenge. Well, he, he said he fancies a new challenge, and mm. he's just a lovely bloke, though, isn't he? Oh, he's a nice lad, yeah. absolutely. He's not so, certainly not left yeah. under a cloud or anything like that. No, that's um, good. That's good. So, uh, as far as I'm aware, I've got nothing else confirmed for you. I don't know yeah. if there's anything else around the table that you've no, that I've think, missed. Well, I don't. I don't think we have. But if we have, I can, please I can let us know. confirm that Adam Williams is no. uh, back at Kund training properly and uh, will not be going to Shelton. Cool. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Right. So right, we'll go on to. So yeah, let's move on to. Let's move on to everyone's favourite part. Sorry. The bit that <laughs> ev- everyone likes to listen to, but nobody likes being mentioned in their transfer rumours. That, that is the theme. It does seem to be the theme, doesn't it? Everyone likes it <laughs> until, until they we speak about them. them. <laughs> Alex Johnson is moving to <laughs> Sentinel Second. Yeah. <laughs> Good from you, Joss. Good from you. Sorry, age. Uh, um, <laughs> red. Uh, so I've got two rumours. Well, three actually, but I've already mentioned Jack Doyle, uh, Stuart Walters, quat to Willie. Good possibly. Uh, he was instrumental in knocking us out of the Wheatland Indoor mm, Cup the yeah. other the other week. Him and Scott, Him and Scott Ferber yeah, opened up yeah, on a very good opening partnership. Yeah. Um, so I, that's yeah. just a rumour. I did speak about him earlier. Uh, he did the ten k today. Well done, Stu. And I spoke to him about it, actually. Obviously, hearing from the boys texting about the rumours on our group. Yeah. Um, And I just said to him, I said, what's the crack? And he said, it's not done yet, but... So there is something in it. It does. No, no. 100%. It makes sense because he lives Mm -hmm. just 10 miles down the road. It's very close. Obviously, he's got a young gun. You know, life's more sometimes than... So you think that's going to happen? I've only heard from what he said. You know, it's um, a drop of a few divisions. But he, he played it much well. Like, uh, to be honest with you, be playing against Stewie next Stewie season. just loves his cricket. Albury twos that for example. Stewie just likes his cricket, mate. He's, he's a good bloke. He's a, good, he's a very, yeah. very talented cricket. I tell you what, yeah. what an indoor player as well. Mm. It being being winter. Yeah, he, he keeps wicket. He bowled for Willie the other day. 
I think it was 2.1 overs, one for three. Yeah. He's just a good all-round player. Does that, make, does, does that signing make Willie one of the favourites for promotion? At It'll make a difference. It'll make a difference. I, a massive difference. He's a, he's a quality player. He's a good player. He mm. moved to Quat. I don't think he's played enough first-team cricket. Mm. To, well, do, I don't does think he not he's played, think he get in the first? Is that I don't think he's played do enough first-team cricket to really be happy. I think he's a better player than that. He mm. can push himself. Um, but yeah. If he goes to Willie, that will strengthen them massively, no, yeah. massively. Uh, we've also got um, Cow Corner podcast sources that Pavel Sahar will be leaving Kund. Um, we yes, I, I spoke to Pavel about that directly, no, no, thank so you I can confirm. What Pavel can you say? Okay. What, what has he said? He is leaving Kund. He's got um, a couple of options, I think. Okay. Um, we so understand them to be Shelton and Shrewsbury. Yes, yes. We could Ooh, both right. both be good. I think yeah. Shelton. Go quick to I think Shelton could do with a bit more batting options, and he's a good bat. Pavel is, uh, and he's, he's improving as well. Yeah, he's a lot better. Yeah, he's, he's got a, a ton for last year. Oh mate, yeah. I've, I've, I've skipped him before, yeah. and he's a good bat. He yeah. really is. He's a good yeah. player. Um, Runs people out too much though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Shrewsbury again wouldn't be a bad move for him. I don't think he'd push for first. I'm not. Shrewsbury twos and Shelton both prem, so he's going both well two divisions. No, fair play to him. Fair play to him. Uh, And then the final bit of, um, well, the final rumour, Aaron Ruffcock at Montgomery, we understand, could well be on the move. Not confirmed at all, but we do understand he has netted with one or two clubs. Um, So that could be one for the next podcast. Yes, indeed. Watch this space. So we will have to see with that one. Any news on Adam Williams uh, from the last pod? Uh, So no, we understand that he will be staying at Kund, so that is a correction, uh, transfer correction from uh, the last podcast. That, that's, that should um, be the part, final part, shouldn't it? It's like they are corrections. Corner corrections. The following have been incorrect. They're, 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 they're all rumours. So, so we've got we've got facts, we've Don got rumours, and we've got rumour corrections, and then we've got apologies. What about Don Bradburn? Don Bradburn, I understand, is not apparently at one point James Hill lined him up with the club, lined him up with everything. Lined him up with a house, lined him up with a home, every everything, you know. It's it's one of those, isn't it? You'll know. It's I think being on Cow Corner Corrections will be even worse than being on the rumours. Cow Corner Corrections, Cow Corner Corrections, we nailed that for people for people who can't take the please correct. But no, yeah, so yeah, definitely going to be interesting. One of one of the main things that I saw recently as well is that Dan Harris. Ooh, having a bit uh, of a yes. so uh, from what I understand um, having spoken to Joe Brown is that I don't know whether it was officially signed but mm. I think it was at least verbally agreed that a Kiwi who is at Pressfeld for the summer working yeah. was going to be playing for Roxeter yeah. and he has now uh, gone back on his word if that's correct yes. I don't know but he's going to Bridge North yeah I've heard that I heard that rumour um, apparently Turned up, looked around the place, looked like he was going to sign for Rockstar, and then I've heard he's moved somewhere else. Yeah, well, that's, that's what Rock, I've heard. Rockstar yeah. got some connection um, pressure. I don't know, it's happened a bit. They had it's going to be it's going to be there. hard times for Rockstar. They've got to really yeah. work hard. And I've got to say, Joe, out of all the people I could imagine to push a club on. Well, of all um, of all the people to yeah. be a child welfare officer, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Um, Joe Brown is I, I got to say done a really remarkable job. And I take my hat he off to him. He has, to be fair. Um, he's doing superb for the club because if we're all seeing it, 
everyone else is seeing it, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's getting rock strapped there. Again, from the podcast, we don't want to see clubs struggle. So, mm. look, Rockstra, big club. Yeah. They've been around for years. If yeah. anyone wants to join a club, they're a great club. There's join a them. History, you know, yeah. We, we met up with Charlie yeah. Hayner, didn't we, the other day to discuss... Um, um, Moving to Rockstra? Hosting um, Calcon and Live. And Char- Charlie's got fears about the history of the club. Mm. No, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely a good club, but... Um, yeah, there's yeah, that's about it really. And uh, if you've enjoyed it, or have you got any more rumours or anything like that, do let us know. Um, chances are we may not be starting the season on time, yeah. so there's plenty more time to get some in. Especially anyway, perhaps in the lower leagues, because we don't know too many in the lower yeah. leagues, do yeah. we? Well, there might not be as much activity. Well, they don't. Well, they but... don't, probably it's not promoted as much, is it? I guess. Well, no, no. To, to, to be honest, though, good to see clubs like Kai Glass, Wheat and Aston, and all that stuff getting on the social media. Good job, guys. It's good to see the social media really? thriving Nathan, in structure. Nathan's now. taking over. The, yeah. Nathan yeah. Bartram's taking over. Fair play to him. Yeah, Doing no, it's job done really good, and it does just great things to the club. But yeah, keep us informed, keep us in the loop, because that's what we want, really. We want people to keep us in the loop. Anyway, let's move on to our final segment. Okay, so moving on to our final subject, and basically we do have Cow Corner Live, which is all planned uh, to go ahead on the fourth of April. But whether that goes ahead or not is up and down. By the time this goes out, it may well it will be confirmed whether off. it is or going on or off. If it is on, it is free entry to anyone. Uh, you can book your ticket; just basically saves you a space. <laughs> Um, which can be got through the link and we'll also be giving away bat stickers to anyone who turns up it will be the pre-season preview and loads of other fun and games um, if it does go ahead there will be beers in and be really encouraged to do that there'll be loads of other games that will be going on and yeah should if it goes ahead should be a really great day I'm looking forward to it oh, good, we're yeah, all looking yeah, forward yeah. to it Joss I can't Is wait it? for that yeah uh, it's brilliant I honestly it's something we really are looking forward to, and it's something that I hope everyone will turn out for. Obviously, the coronavirus is not more than five hundred people, though. No, not more than five hundred. Four hundred ninety-nine would be um, ideal. Yeah, it would be ideal. Um, well, if I we think, have five hundred, I think it would be we'll a, cracking, a cracking experience, a great laugh, and everyone's welcome. But let's let's just hope everything's going well yeah. first. Let's let's hope that we can run it because if we run it, then that means everything's kind of going all right. And yeah. like well, what yeah. we what we are keen on is obviously if. If it does go ahead, that we get people from different clubs down so we can get you on and we can get you talking about your club and basically just have it a big pre-season piss up, basically. Yeah. Personally, I'd like good. to hear a lot uh, from the lower league clubs mm. because the clubs we don't know a lot about, the Chirks, the... Uh, uh, lower league, they lo- did one. Okay, <laughs> well, not lower league then. Clubs we don't lower know... Lower than Andy, though, because yeah. he's fucking brilliant. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, the, the, sorry, the lower league clubs and clubs we don't know a lot about. We yeah. talk about them on the pod. We like to give them, mm. like to big them up. But we'd love to know mm. a bit more about these clubs. It'd be great if you all turned up. It'd be mm. superb, wouldn't it? But yeah, in 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 other business, we've got loads of other great stuff in the fire irons in the fire, and hopefully we get to push them through with some really big name cricket cricketers and cricket companies, which hopefully we'll be able to get out there as well, and hopefully. Hopefully everything is all right in the world and we can keep doing the podcast. And even if it isn't, then hopefully maybe we can find a way that we can maybe do some podcasts for you all. And hopefully by the time this goes out, we're all well and everything is okay. Um, I would I would like to say, as always, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Um, keep well. 
everybody everybody stay safe stay safe stay safe keep well and uh, I would like to finish off this podcast by saying that this podcast is dedicated um, to anyone you know to the p- people that we've loved and lost in uh, the Shropshire cricketing community lately and um, yeah we would like everyone else to stay safe uh, wash your hands and if you need to it's going to be a hard time for us all uh, please talk even if it is into our into our direct messages our dms and uh yeah thank you for all your support and hopefully we'll see you for the next one guys all the best cheers thanks cheers. for having stay us safe, stay safe bye catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.